Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today we have a deep dive brought to you by Joe Connor. He actually uh, sent us this as a deep dive. That's our dad, guys, just in case. (laughs) Uh, Throwing his whole government, well, not his whole government name out, but yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, he uh, he texted us. He was like, this sounds like a good idea. And I was already kind of trying to work on another deep dive. But I as I was probably work- super <laughs> intensive, realized yes. how big it was. <laughs> yes, I was like, I'm not getting this done. This I, I'm literally going to need from now until it's my turn again, probably in order to oh, geez. go yeah. over, go through shit. Maybe not like I just. I, I just like kind of briefly looked at started looking at Wikipedia and like there overwhelmed was, you. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, and I and then I started doing this and I was like, oh my god, and I was like, no, 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 no I, I can do this, I can do now this. You and have I, to, yeah. <laughs> you can't fail. Yeah, I, I so I, I just got through this one and I'm gonna have to save that one for uh for another deep dive. But yes, this was a topic given to us by our father. But before we get into that, oh, uh. I already told you this, Michelle, but, um, and now I don't even remember fully what both the things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wanted uh, to tell you guys Aquaman confirmed he exists. Uh, off the Spanish and Portuguese coasts, uh, he is sending orca whales to uh, stop yachts. <laughs> Have you heard this? No, I haven't. No. So apparently. Uh, there's, I get, I don't know if it's a pod or if it's like just, or more than one pod of, of orcas, uh, mm-hmm. that are, uh, disabling yachts in off the coast of Portuguese and Spain, Portugal, Portugal. Sorry. Yeah. Portugal and Spain. <laughs> I was, yeah. Oh, you uh, I'm, I just got off of work. So my brain's mush. Little fried. Yeah. Um, off of Portugal and Spain, uh, apparently what they're doing is they're, um, attacking the rudder so they're disabling the rudder so that the the yachts can't steer and so they Mm. just they're dead in the water drifting yeah yeah so apparently they're learning this from an orca named gladys who was (laughs) they think if not i don't know if it's been fully confirmed yet that she may have been like um hunted or like she got caught in some nets by illegal fishermen Mm-hmm. And that they were trying to ca- capture her and they were doing it in a violent way. So she was like like freaking out and I guess trying to escape. And she ended, I don't know if she like maybe ran into the rudder or something and disabled it. And realized that when she did that, she was able to escape because they couldn't do anything to, mm-hmm. to catch her anymore. Yeah. Uh, so it was a le- I guess it was a learned behavior. And now she's teaching it to other orcas. So other wow. orcas are, are starting to do it too. And they even like one yacht even noticed that... Uh, two of the smaller whales were like going after the um, after the rudder while the bigger whale was like slamming into the side of the of the yacht mm-hmm. and then uh i guess after that all three started hitting the side of the yacht and they were able to disable the, the yacht and the coast guard has been like uh rescuing people ha- had to rescue multi- like uh, quite a quite a few people um because this has been happening wow that's pretty fucking awesome like mother nature animals how people think animals are like less than it's like dude yeah i don't know it's crazy yeah. i mean I, i've always known that they're smart and they have their little like hunting you know tactics and everything that they do but to yeah 
like it happened to one, one of them figured it out and is like spreading the word. Like that's, yeah. I think that's the more amazing part too, is like, I mean, they communicate, you know, just like we do kind of thing. Dude, if you ever get a chance, there's this uh, documentary, like I guess on whales on, on uh, Disney plus, uh, mm-hmm. and it like literally talks about different species of whales, like orcas, beluga, um, just blue whale, dude. Just everything about how they live, how they are, what they do. It's uh, obviously multiple episodes. Nice. Yeah, each episode is a different whale, but it's worth a watch. It's crazy, crazy cool. I know it's not exactly paranormal, but I just want to throw that out there because I was like, Aquaman confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Aquaman's other thing, name is Gladys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I wanted to tell you about was something that happened to me a couple weekends ago, I guess. Um, well, while we were at, well, I was at dad's, well, me and my wife were at dad's house, uh, and we were having dinner and the TV was on and everything. And all of a sudden I got this really weird sound like inside of my ear like it didn't sound like I was hearing it like through a headphone it sounded like it was inside my ear almost like a radio mm-hmm. like it, it could have been the tv but I don't remember what was on the tv I think it was like an infomercial and like it sounded like a female's voice kind of just like chattering in my ear but it was like over there was like radio interference or something yeah yeah and then I heard that and then I was like, what the fuck? And I covered my ear and then I just got a ringing. That was in my left ear. And then when I did that, like my left ear just started ringing. Like just I, a high pitch ringing sound. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember because you, you briefly or like quickly told me, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or not yesterday, last week. Yeah. Or, um, But when you described that, like it kind of freaked me out because that's exactly how I would have described like the voice that I was hearing like with Sasha was like it sounded like a radio or like it was coming from like the like the phone you know or or something like that like it sounded far away and it wasn't clear Mm -hmm. but it was but it wasn't um and yeah like I I think like I almost feel like that's we heard the same thing or like the Mm -hmm. same sort of yeah radio chatter like you said yeah. And like I said, it sounded like it was inside my ear. Not like, not if I, not like if I had a headphone and was listening th- to that radio chatter through a headphone, it sounded like it was coming from inside my ear. Hmm. If that makes sense. Like, I think so. I mean, like instead of being on the outside, it was deeper in the ear canal is where I heard that sound. No, mine, I feel like mine felt like outside that, or I was mm. trying to justify like what well, has to be something outside. So that's why I was like, it's not the TV. It's not, you know, Sasha's phone. It's not my phone. Like, but it sounded like over here or like to my left yeah. and behind me. And that's what made it weirder. It was like, I mean, there's no speakers there. There's no windows there. Like something would have had to bounce like off the wall kind of thing. So that's why I was like, okay, somebody's phone or a little bit, nobody. So I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So I think that would be like our only difference is I feel like I heard it outside. Yeah. And, and I definitely heard like inside my ear. Was it like echoey at all or since no, it was inside? It, or no. It was pretty clear. Yeah. It was super clear. Like, well, it was clear in the sense that I know that I was hearing somebody speaking like, and it was like, it was like if they were talking to me through a, um, one of those like two way like, radios and they were yeah. getting kind of like staticky. Like the, <laughs> or not staticky, but it was, 
a little garbled. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't make out what they were saying. I don't know if they were speaking English or Spanish, but I could tell it was a female's voice. Couldn't tell what they were saying. Or maybe it was just the fact that I was freaking out when I was fucking hearing it that I, I didn't pay attention to what they were saying. You know I, I, mean? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know because I, at least from that experience that I had, like I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like I tried to hear what they were saying. Like I tried mm-hmm. to focus. Like I heard it and I was like, okay, like what is it that you're trying to say? And I still like, yeah, I mean, kind of like you described it. It's like it's like not cutting in and out but it's just like jumbled and Mm -hmm. there's you know not actual static but some sort of distortion i guess of of the audio or what's yeah what they're saying what they sound like yeah no i mean that's i was just again just a little something i want to share like if anybody has any ideas or thoughts or whatever that you think what you know what you think that might be definitely let us know because i i mean i'd like to no, if it was just it was whatever, or if there's something to that, unless you're gonna tell me I was abducted by aliens, then maybe don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been a uh, not symptom. Symptom? No. Yeah. Uh, characteristic. A uh, what is it? There's a word for it. Side effect. I don't know. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, synonym for symptom. Maybe. I don't know. Like when people are, yeah, I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> and it's like an easy word. We're going to figure it out and be like, yeah. that's the word that we can figure out. That, anyway. That's going to text us when he hears this and he's going to be like, guys. Uh, failed you. So, and and the other thing that I want to say is I think you and I are going to have to do a, like a, another episode soon of going over like current events because Ruth also like shared two things with me about a doll, like a lady with a doll that like walks around with her she takes her around and i think it moves i don't know i didn't really look into it oh she sent that to me oh i didn't i didn't i need to okay i need to watch it and then um um, and then she also recently texted me and or called me i think i might have been both about uh cow mutilations i think here in texas recently Mm. no Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if she sent me that too, or if I might have seen it like in passing or something. She, yeah, she may have called me or texted me about it, but she—I know she mentioned it uh, recently. Mm. So I think <sighs> we may silly. have to do a current event deep dive or a current event uh, episode, episode here soon. Yeah. I feel like something spooky. Oh no, it wasn't. It was a. Um, and I promise we'll get into the deep dive. I'll try and cut some of this, uh, but I at the San Antonio market that I did, uh, there was a reader that like mom had gone to and that she did like an Akashic records reading and told mom like past lives and stuff like that. So I was like, Oh, well I'm going to try that. Um, and the way, the, however it happened with mom seemed like super cool. So I was like, that's the experience I'm going to have. And it was like, not that, not that at all. Um, I was a rock. That was my first life, was a rock. Um, and then I was a, a druid, like an early druid, which I was like, I've actually heard that before. I'll take I it. I was a druid in WoW when I played. Oh, yeah. And then uh, she said that I had many lives off planet. Um, I She said the name of the planet, but I don't remember. 
Um, she actually recorded it and said she was going to send it to me. She hasn't yet. I don't know if she ever is going to. Um, but she said that that's why I'm probably super connected to water and like water animals because it was a water planet and I did a lot of work with the water. And I was like, I have, I mean, I didn't say this. I'm just kind of like nodding my head, but I'm like, I have absolutely no connect connection to like water. I'm more of a tree, like trees do it for me kind of thing. Not really water. I, I like, like water. I mean, water is like fine, but the thing that always always like grounds me or like calms me or brings me back to center, whatever you want to call it, is like just looking up at the sky through the trees and seeing the sun peek out and just like touching a tree or sitting with a tree or sitting under a tree. Like that is that's what does it for me kind of thing. But not not really water and like I mean sea creatures are great, but it's I, if anything it'd be more of a forest creatures type of person. But anyway, yeah. then she said I, I did like another life where I was trying to, to be a little bit more human. So I, I was a mermaid in this. Because you're planet. red hair. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, happens to be a nickname. But I'm pretty sure everyone just associates mermaids with red hair. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was it was um, interesting. And then I was I, I wanted to experience a bad life. Uh, so I signed this contract that I was I was a good person but I did something bad like I was starving so I sold bread to save myself and like my family kind of thing but mm -hmm. I wasn't actually a bad person but then I was like enslaved or like in jail for my whole life kind of thing and so I had a miserable life and kill me them but uh, maybe maybe or could, kill me kill kill me one of those but yeah so that it was or some sort of elemental, but yeah, that's why I, I like working with children because I like that, uh, like, cause you're a fairy and you like to steal children from their beds. Oh, that's you. No, would not you can delete that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the stealing the beds part. Yeah. Although fairies did steal children. All right. Well, I guess we should, uh, 20 minutes in, we should get started on this deep dive. Yeah, I tried to not other than kind of like what dad said was like, all right, I'm prepared to get my mind blown because you told me how many pages it was. So, <laughs> yeah, should be yeah. fun. I don't even remember what dad said. Oh, I think actually what he what he texted. Yeah, uh, is like I think he got it from Wikipedia. So it's probably part of my report. Yep, it is actually in my report. It's actually the first line in my report. <laughs> nice. So uh, this is a f from Filipino folklore. Uh, to anybody that is Filipino that listens to us, I apologize in advance if I butcher any names, uh, <laughs> words. Uh, and I also want to apologize because I think there was this one time where I said tagalog instead of tagalog which is i th i think the, is the proper way to say uh the language mm -hmm. that they speak speak in the philippines so Did tagalog they speak the spanish no but some of the words do sound no. what, oh you, you like stumbled over your words and it sounded like you you were gonna say that all right oh sorry okay You're so <laughs> this uh this creature is called an aswang all right. So what is an aswang? 
uh, well, an Aswang is actually a, it's an umbrella term uh, for many different evil shapeshifters within the fin- Filipino folklore. This includes vampires, ghouls, witches, viscera suckers, and transforming beast hybrids, usually dogs, pigs, dogs, cats, or pigs, and sometimes birds. Uh, the Aswanj is a folk legend told throughout generations, especially in rural, rural areas. I fucking hate that word, dude. Uh, in the <laughs> Philippines, a hard word. Uh, in uh, the Philippines, where people are more conservative and may not be very tech savvy. I changed the wording on that because uh, the way that it was mentioned written. was uh, a lot more insulting. Ah. <clears throat> It really doesn't have any consistent images or descriptions because its appearance varies throughout uh, the different regions. Uh, But there is like kind of a main like. Is it kind of like a Chupacabra thing where it was like. Actually, no, it's it's actually a lot similar to something else we've deep dived. But once you you'll hear the description, uh, you know, you'll. I'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Okay. Uh, it really, uh, sorry, its characteristics are usually based on hearsay. So that's also why the terms are, uh, of, I'm sorry, the term Aswan, Aswang. I'm going to have to, I do, I've, when I was writing this in my head, I kept saying Aswanj, but it's not Aswanj, it's Aswang, Aswang, something like that. It's a G sound, not a J sound. It's used to describe most evil creatures that lurk in the night. So what can be agreed upon is how they kill, what they do during the day, and uh, the forms that they have. So they have a predatory, for- a predatory form, which is either a, log- a large dog, a man-sized bird, or a black Siamese cat. And black then they have black Siamese cat. Yeah, is I don't. That a thing? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, that's what it said. So I would just assume like a Siamese-looking cat, but black, huh. or just maybe really dark colored. Okay, well, I got to kind of look it up, but keep going. Yeah. Uh, So they also have another form, which is their true form, which is a ghoulish form. And yeah, so if you look into their eyes and you see your reflection is upside down, then that means that you have met an Aswang. Uh, If what is upside down? Your reflection in their eyes is upside down. So if you look into their eyes and you see your reflection, but it's and you've met an Aswang. Um, another way to detect one is with a special oil made by an albulario, albulario, albulario. I'm just going to say it like that. Okay. Cause I don't want to say albulario <laughs> <laughs> that boils when an aswang is close by and an albulario is a Filipino witch doctor. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, of course. So let's give a little bit more in-depth description and classify these because like I said, this is an umbrella term for um, different creatures, I guess. So it's going to go over the different categories of uh, Aswang. So the Aswang is obviously they need to feed. So what they crave is human organs such as heart, liver, fresh blood, fetuses, corpses, or their absolute favorite are pregnant women. Jesus. Yeah. To confuse people, they typically take the form of an animal, which allows them to get closer to people unnoticed. And if they do take the form of a dog, cat, or a pig, it's said that they won't have a tail. Okay. So yeah. 
Arya? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Margot has her tail. I didn't cut it off. So yes, Arya. Okay, but okay, wait, wait. To clarify, I did not cut off my dog's tail. She was no, born no, that she way. was born that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's because like boxers. They t- yeah. No, people typically, you know, uh, was it crop? No, crop those are the ears. The tails. Well, the tails. Yeah, they cut the tails off for the the, the boxers and their ears and stuff. But no, yeah, Arya was born that way because I'm I'm pretty sure she was part Jack Russell. Yeah, she's a thousand percent. Her her coloring is very Jack Russell. And, and her, her face long, too. Her long body and her hyperactivity. Yeah. So like yeah, <laughs> all of her. <laughs> uh, so other signs that you're dealing with an Aswang is that they avoid eye contact, they avoid conversations with their neighbors. They're shy, unfriendly, and elusive, and they keep to themselves and try to avoid crowds. So, Michelle. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, uh, why are you describing me? But, yeah, you, that's it's. I feel like my face is turning red. I don't yeah, think yeah, we can see. Um, no. But, yeah, that's that's basically me. Wow. Yeah. Carlos is like, oh, and the neighbors, and I spoke to the neighbors, and I was like, what neighbors? Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, thanks for. I am apparently a, a an Aswang. Yes, an Aswang. That's probably why Dad was like, it's. Now I feel like at the end of this, you're you're just gonna be like, I was actually talking about you the whole time. Yeah, you're um, a witch, and you're an Aswang, which are kind of the same hand thing. In hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually before they die, they will transfer their powers to their children. Uh, but I you must hella do that for sure. <laughs> but you must really believe in black magic to use these powers, or they must use, uh, believe in black magic to use these powers. It'd be like green lightning coming out of my fingertips and transferring over to my child. I can <laughs> no, see actually, it it's, it's mouth to mouth, like not mouth to mouth, but like oh. mouth to mouth. Um. Usually, bef- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they're also, oh, which is, they are also believed to be able to pass on their powers to other people, which is why they are feared as well. It's believed that when they, uh, when the Aswang hold their mouth to someone else's mouth, that they eventually will also become an Aswang. Slowly turning Carlos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned that because. We'll continue. Am, and you're, am you're I gonna just feel, like ahead? Yes, you're gonna, like, you're gonna, you're gonna feel more and more attacked as this goes on. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, did you did know, you did you think I, about this like as you're as doing I was writing, research? Maybe, okay. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. This goes How somewhere. to know they are close? Besides the oil that was already mentioned, uh, if you hear a ticking sound coming from the darkness, that means it is uh, that it has taken its tick tick form and is ready to feed. The softer the noise is, the closer it is to you. Oh God, I yeah. hate that. So okay. like, so that's crazy because usually, like, you hear it kind of far and soft, right? And as it gets louder, that means it's getting closer. Yeah. But this is the opposite. So the yeah. louder you hear it, the further away it is, and the clo- the like the softer it gets. That means it's like it's on yeah. your ass. Yeah, Ooh, I don't yeah. like that. Uh, they will usually land on their victims' roofs waiting to stretch out their long tongues to get a taste of their human prey. Most times they will land on the homes of pregnant women, hoping to feed off of their unborn children. Jesus. Pregnant women uh, give off a particular smell that attracts the Aswang. And this was historic. This is historic. 
this has historically been the explanation used uh, for miscarriages and stillbirths in uh, rural, the rural Philippines. Fucking word. What was that? What was that word? <laughs> the the R- what? Rural Philippines. <laughs> rural. 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 Yeah. You got to just like push it out. Rural. Rural. Rural Philippines. Uh, I, I can fucking roll my R's, okay? <laughs> after uh, after feedings, they replace their recently consumed victims with doppelgangers made from tree trunks or other plant materials. Like little fairies. Yep. This made... This... <laughs> maked? <laughs> I think I meant makes. This makes people unaware that the Aswang is on a killing spree. Because, you know, they're replaced. The, pe- the mm-hmm. people are still there. Yeah. They also hate bright lights and loud sounds. You probably never find one. Uh, uh, so you'll probably never find an Aswang at a concert. Although on rare occasions, they were said to attend noisy parties. When people passed, uh, the wakes were all, always very brightly lit to keep the Aswang from coming to feed on the corpses. So when somebody died and they were doing like, you know. The, the wakes or the velorios yeah. for us Spanish speakers, uh, they were always very, very, very brightly lit so that these things wouldn't want to come and like chow down on the on the corpses. Gross. They're usually described as one-dimensional and inherently pure evil, only existing to harm and devour other creatures, and their behavior being the opposite of the Filipino tradition. So the Aswang are usually. Uh, loners whereas in filipino culture they hold values of strong kinship and family closeness uh when filipinos traditionally value modesty while they sorry while filipinos traditionally value modesty the aswang demonstrate lewd behavior with the female aswang exposing their genitalia all right so let's get into some of these like categories so the uh vampire aswang aswang uh aswang is this disguise it disguises itself as a beautiful woman its diet consists of blood <laughs> which it shares right with uh, vampires in the western culture but where it differs is that it uses its long tubular pointed tongue to suck blood kind of like a mosquito mm-hmm. does unlike Ugh. the western vampires that bite and then suck the blood so they have these long tongues that they stick out and they stab you oh, with it and drink it. your blood like a like I with the straw yeah, I fucking those, hate skittles. Those need to die over any other vampire. Oh shit! With the size, some of the like the size of some of these mosquitoes could be an Oswang. Yeah, true, true. Uh, they also don't live in tombs like their Western counterparts. They usually live in the forest, far away from people. But uh, some will infiltrate communities. They usually accomplish this by marrying into the community, and. Uh, and then they'll feed uh, off of their husband, like they'll feed off their husband's blood or use the community as a hideout to keep their cover intact while going to feed in nearby villages. They're not like killing people. Are they just taking a little bit of blood and keeping them alive? Or are they like killing? Um, people? I thought it said killing spree on here. It just says feed on. I would assume they're killing them though, because mm-hmm. like I said, they're, they're, they're pretty much like purely evil. So, they're not gonna I don't think they're just gonna kinda like keep maybe from the husband they'll kinda just drink yeah, some blood and keep him alive just to kind of keep up appearances. 
but I would assume that if they're leaving the the like other people in the, within the community or if they're going outside of the village, they're they're drinking like they're drinking to kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean that that would make sense. That, I guess that's what threw me off as a husband. I'm like, how many times are you yeah. getting married, or how many husbands are you going through? Yeah. Virginia, but yeah. No. Okay. Like, yeah, like I said, they they usually marry to keep up appearances, so I don't think they'd be killing him. Yeah. Uh, an example of the vampire Aswang is a Manduru Mandurugo, Mandurugo, something like that. Yeah. Again, sorry, uh, people who listen who speak Tagalog. I uh, I tried to look up some of these, and I tried to remember, but uh, yeah, You're doing I fine. I, I tried also to write it phonetically here. So that is said to live in the Capiz region. Uh, that the Mandurugo. And now we move on to the Viscera Sucker, which is, I think this is the more common one. This is also known as a Manangal. Manan, Manangal. Manangal. Manananggal, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's also <laughs> known as the Manananggal. Uh, and so the description of this is, by day it takes the shape of a light-skinned, long-haired woman, and by night it grows wings and separates the top half of its body from the lower half. Yeah. Does this remind you of anything? No? I'll give you another second or two. We deep-dived. Well, no, we deep I want you to say it again. Uh, it separates the top half of its body from the lower half. Makes a tick tick noise. Oh, is that the one that you covered? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the Japanese, or, right? Japanese? Yeah, there you go. Yes, yeah. okay. Sorry, it didn't. I got it. I got it. Yeah, this wasn't in like the stuff that I looked up, but that's yeah. what it reminded me of. Yeah, like it literally. Reminded me of uh, a teke teke, except yeah. it's got wings and it flies. Yeah, it's a creature more than it is like a a young girl or whatever. Like, yeah, that you know, was like okay. killed or whatever. Yeah. Um. So the thing that the thing though is right. So it's it talks about that it separates its its top and lower half. Um, and like the top half flies off with its wings. Before it does that, when it like just separates the lower half, it actually hides the lower half of the body before flying off to uh to like to find its victims so keep mm. keep that in mind uh for later on like it, it that it hides the lower half of its body okay so like the vampire aswang it uses uh the mangal mananan mananangal <laughs> mananangal i want to uh, leave sorry. all that in oh it's fine funny. yeah the mananangal uh also has a long tongue, except this one is like a straw and it doesn't have the sharp point. Uh, so like, again, because it's a viscera sucker and it's, it's what it wants is the organs. It just kind of slurps up the organs through yeah. its straw tongue yeah. rather than having that sharp tongue to Ugh. poke and suck blood. Yeah. Again, like their, their diet, as you probably guessed from viscera sucker consists of internal organs, phlegmatic discharge, which Ooh, I just, I guess, phlegm and stuff are your favorite oh, Stop oh, from the God. sick. I literally got, ugh, I can't go. <laughs> imagine, dude. No, 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 I don't want to imagine. <laughs> dude, I'm going to start gagging and then 
<laughs> That's what I want, dude. No. Oh, like geez. the little granny in the, the video yeah. you sent me. Ah. <laughs> so oh my anyway, god. Anyway, moving on. And it is also said to be particularly attracted to fetuses of pregnant women. Jesus. Yeah. It gets pretty crazy, dude. Uh, they live in pla- the the places that they live in are deep in the jungle, if not in the trees um, themselves. I don't know if they like make little huts in the jungle and live there, or if it's just like just deep in the jungle somewhere or in the fucking trees. Um, but like the vampire Aswang, uh, many infiltrate human communities via marriage as well. The were dog. Although they're referred to as were-dog, it doesn't necessarily mean that they transform into dogs. As mentioned before, they can also turn into dogs, cats, pigs, and even birds. Uh, Maximo Ramos states that that this is because the were-creature of any given region is named after their most ferocious creature. So, Mm -hmm. for example, in Europe, they have werewolves because Mm -hmm. they have, you know, wolves in that region. In India, they're were tigers. Africa are were leopards, so that's like Black Panther. Yeah. <clears throat> Although he's not a were leopard, but you know, yeah. that's same similar idea. And then in Russia, there are were bears. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I, mean, I guess right because you're saying it's werewolf, were bear, were tiger. Like, is it like shape shifting or like human? Are you looking it up? Yes. A concentrated face is so cute. That is funny. Uh, so where where is back formation? Oh, sorry, werewolf. So I guess it means like man. Where is oh, man? Okay, okay, well, okay. All, that makes sense. Yeah. Werewolf yeah. derived from where, which is man, plus wolf, which is wolf pronunciation werewolf so it just means man so man leopard okay. man tiger man wolf interesting wow okay i like yeah, that was a, that's fun now fact. i feel stupid why because <laughs> i feel like that should have been obvious <laughs> uh no but then again i, I had never heard of werebear and stuff like that yeah so. exactly i don't i don't think that was stupid i think we all learned something and if you already knew that then all right cool you get five cool points but get now we're star. yeah like whatever i don't think you have to feel stupid about that like it makes sense but i was like did i even said i was like is that like transforms to like or you know yeah um, but that so, seems easier man wolf yeah man, man tiger. wolf man, man tiger man leopard man bear so yeah so each one of those so that's where like the were dog so i guess in the philippines they have no indigenous wolf population so making the were dog seemed more appropriate uh which is yes but at the same time uh so i i'm i'm sure i'm going to mention this at some point but aso 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 something like that that i believe is dog in tagalog and then like in in what i was re- like researching there was like aso aso and then dash wong so i don't know if wong is like where and it's like where dog or what so reach out and let us know if if it is dog or if that just means something else, please uh, correct us and let us know. Uh, we would love to have that information. I didn't see anything. I tried to look it up, but every time I tried to look up like that hyphenated word specifically, it always brought up either Aswang or dog. So, uh, yeah. Uh, like other Aswang in 
in it shape shifts into dog the dog's form at midnight. It then goes out and eats its favorite food, pregnant women, usually ones walking alone on the road at night. Also, like other Aswang, it will infiltrate human communities. The difference here being that it doesn't do it through marriage, but pretending to be a peddler or a construction worker. And then there's the witch form or the witch Aswang. So these Aswang have eyes that reflect images upside down and they have elongated irises. So like snakes, objects such as rice, bones, or insects come out of the cursed orifices. So like their eyes, their ears, their mouth, their nose, their yeah. buttholes. Why do you, why? why? You could have stopped the end. right there. Yeah, but you could have stopped right there and you just had to, you know, me had to cross that. that line. Anyway. Uh, so witches in the Philippines are feared, hated, and avoided. They can become, I feel like that's every, well, back in the day, but well, anyway, they become Aswang if they're witches. They are caught when they, uh, if they're caught, they're usually killed without question. Mm-hmm. So Salem witch trials. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about in next episode. With our guest. Oh, Remember? sorry. Yes, but yes. Yeah. Uh, the ghoul. The so these are humanoid and generally hidden. They their nails and their teeth are strong and sharp to help with uh with their diet. And their diet consists of human corpses. Uh they're carrion eaters, which when I looked up carrion, what carrion and a carrion eater was, it just meant that they were they ate dead animals, so like a scavenger. Oh, okay, like a butcher. Um, yeah, but this is the only they don't like specifically say anywhere that they eat dead animals, and this was the only spot that they said that they just said carrion eaters. So by definition, I believe it's it's eating dead animals specifically, but I I don't know if like here they just meant in general that they eat like dead humans you know and because of their diet they usually have a very pungent smell i can only imagine uh they live in the trees close to cemeteries so that they can dig up the freshly laid bodies uh there are many ways to protect yourself from these aswang uh some people will keep a buntot pagi or a stingray tail to get rid of the presence of these creatures uh, salt, spices, garlic, and ginger are said to be very effective against the asong, which is very convenient because that just happens to be key ingredients in the Filipino cooking. <laughs> so you always have it on hand. Yeah, according to this. Uh, I've worked with a lot of Filipino nurses, and I've never had the privilege of tasting pancit or uh, lumpia. So I'm very upset that none of my coworkers ever, you know. Share that with you. Yes, but that's okay. I have a Facebook <laughs> friend who uh, sells lumpia and pancit plates, so someday I will order from him. There you go. Uh, religious artifacts are also a way, so like holy water and crucifixes. Uh, I believe the Filipino um, and like the in the Philippines, like the Catholicism is a, the very prominent religion. Uh, they were also. Um, by Spain Spain, yes or there was at least conquistadores there Uh, so holy water and crucifixes 
thank you Spaniards for your religious indoctrination. Uh, and they're usually placed by windows with the belief that they will ward off evil spirits. There are also Ajimats, Agimats, or Philippine amulets, Filipino amulets, which have power to repel the Aswang. Ash, vinegar, betel, nut, chew, and urine are also ways to protect against them. Um, <clears throat> reversing the ladder leading up to the house is another method people use to keep uh, a swung away. I was kind of confused about this. Um, I'm not sure if it's like if the houses that they're referring to like are off the ground and maybe the like they they use ladders like uh, they build little ladders to to get up to the houses and maybe just flipping. I don't know. That didn't really make sense to me and I tried to like look it up further but it just kept bringing me back to the same page. Um so I couldn't get like an image of what this would look like. Yeah. That's what I described is like the way I imagine what it is. Um, so for pregnant women, there, there's actually a few methods that you could use to try and keep the Aswang away. And one of them is for women to carry a bullet with them, which is said to drive them away. I don't know why. <laughs> don't know why. Uh, only one of the sites that I saw this on mentioned the bullet and it didn't like go into detail about it. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it, but like it was one of the, the methods on here. Mm -hmm. And then another way that has was to have pregnant wives, husbands remain naked under the house while furiously swinging a sword. What? <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that sounds super crazy. And then I found so out. Random. Yeah. Yeah, I found on another site where they also mentioned the husband being naked and swinging a sword, but he did, he wasn't under the house. He was, like, running around the house doing this. What the So, yeah. So random. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, the the site mentioned that the husband was naked. Uh, right. So, the first one mentioned that the house was, the, the husband was naked under the house. Uh, but in but in this one, rather than being under, he was around the house. He was like running around, still naked, and waving a bolo, which is a Filipino, a traditional Filipino sword. Like the thicker ones. I'm like not sure exactly what they look like, um, but I guess if we could, if we Google bolo sword, uh, it'll come up. If you guys want to Google it, it but it basically looks like a machete, dude. Okay, yeah. Um yeah, that's what I thought it was. It, yeah. I guess oh, because of uh the screma or no? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. Well when when we could do our um open forms for mm -hmm. our black belt test, there's a excuse me, a lot of Filipino students um mm. that happen to, to use that, that weapon. Oh okay. Um, so I've seen and, and I mean they've performed with it and stuff too. Uh, like a metal metallic like ting or you know oh, like yeah. when you kind of move it um, mm. but I feel like those are probably more like performance style swords and, than a more traditional one yeah yeah because these yeah. look like almost like like machetes straight up um where was I okay so they would also put bolos or sharp sticks um, between the bamboo floors so like i guess the way the bamboos you know is together there they would put these bolos or sharp sticks through the bottom to point down 
underneath the house. Uh, and that would keep the Aswang from uh, lurking around the bottom of the house because mm. they could get cut yeah. or something. Uh, sick people were also told not to stay in homes with holes. In- Just don't like that. Yeah. There's that special Aswang o- anti-Aswang oil that I that I mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, did, it mentioned the Abeladio, I think is what it was called. Uh, let me let me go back in because I don't want to fuck that up. Uh, Albuladio, yeah. So it mentioned that they that you get it from them, but there's actually like a recipe, I guess, if you, uh, I guess, want to make it yourself. And it's not like super specific. It just says you make this oil. Uh, to make the oil, you choose a coconut and you watch that coconut grow. And then you pick the coconut at twilight during a full moon when the day oh is gloomy God. and like chilly. Yeah. That is so specific. And then you grate the coconut and squeeze out the juice and then you boil it down until it becomes an oil. Uh, another, another site did mention adding local spices, vinegar, and even urine to the oil. Um, but this one that I like that I'm reading to you didn't mention any of that. It just mentioned boiling down the the juice and the I guess the coconut shavings down to an oil, and then um, <clears throat> you recite a secret prayer and throw away all the waste from the process into the ocean so that the Aswan cannot trace who made the oil. And then this oil, or yeah, and then I guess you can also it's made by the albularios or albulario, yeah, albularios. Um, how does one kill an aswang? Well, one way to do it is particularly no, oh. particularly the mananangal is with fire. Uh, a knife wound can also kill an aswang, but it has to be in the middle of their back. In any other spot, uh, the aswang is able to lick its wound and heal it. So, like, it has to be in the middle of the back, I guess, because they can't, can't get their reach. tongue around to the back. So yeah. You're trying to scratch your back, but, like, you can't mm-hmm. get the center. Yep. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. That's funny. As I scratch my back because I'm talking about it, like, <laughs> made my back itch. Okay. Uh, a bolo is preferred when causing the wound, and it, and then the bolo must be buried uh, after the aswan gets killed. Magical prayers can be used to bring the Aswang to its most vulnerable state. And once it is in that state, it must be cut into pieces and the pieces thrown away as far apart as possible. If it is cut in two, the two halves must be taken to opposite sides of the riverbank and sprinkling salt on the lower part of the body uh, is also a way to kill it. And again, this applies mostly to the Mananangal which, if you remember, separates its upper body from its lower and hides the lower part of the body to go hunt. So if you're lucky enough to find it or if you like can search for it because they're supposed to be really good at hiding it so you can't, uh, you only have to sprinkle salt on it, which uh, and you'll apparently you'll see the upper body fall, fall out of the sky. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Right? No. Just like a freaking half of a body, like you're just walking, having a nice stroll, and no, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. a little bit of the history. So this is where we kind of we're gonna get into like where this kind of where they be they came to be, and 
why possibly like like actual explanations as to why these people believe this mm-hmm. so the story of the Aswang date back to the early 16th century, which is the first where when the first Spanish conquistadores uh, recorded stories of writing er, in writing. Because the Philippines are, are, are an archipelago, origin stories for the Aswang vary uh, from island to island. And one of the stories has to do with the gods in the Bicol region, which are Gugurang and Aswang. Uh, Gugurang was a good god who protected the Bicolanos and their homes and even protected them against the evil god Aswang who loved causing harm to the the Bicolanos. Because of this, Gugurang was loved and the Aswang was always shunned and cursed by the people. In another... Archangel Michael and Lucifer? Yeah. In another story, Gugurang was... uh, was a fire wielding God that would, that could cause Mount Mayon to erupt if he was displeased with the people. And so, uh, because of that fire wielding ability, Aswang was jealous of him or of his power basically, and wanted it, wanted it for himself. And he asked Gugurang for the same power. And then obviously Gugurang doesn't want to give him the power. So Aswang being, you know, you know, the mischievous one, he decides to steal the power for himself or themselves. Cause I don't know if it's male or female, uh, by becoming invisible and then hiding the fire in a coconut shell. Aswang is unable to control the fire and the whole world started to burn. So Gugurang followed the flames back to Aswang and took the power back. And then after that asked for, uh, asked for help from the other gods to put the fire out with rain and to take revenge on the us on Aswang by creating thunder and lightning to strike the mountains by doing this and causing like the lightning and the thunder and the lightning. uh, It brought upon all evil and destruction to the world. And that's why people hate the Aswang to this day. Because they, because uh, why? Oh, because they, you know, they, instead of blaming the God, that caused the thunder and lightning to wreak havoc on the world. They blame it on the Aswang for stealing the fire in the first place and causing all that shit to happen. I was going to say, it sounded like some like Thor and Loki shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bo show. I mean, everybody has their mythology, dude. It's crazy. I know. I know. And and that's why that's what's like, we're, we're talking about this and it's like, Oh, that's a thicket thicket. Oh, like this is, you know that and, mm-hmm. oh it's like uh what did i just say archangel michael and lucifer uh but actually super quick speaking on on that have you seen a preview i don't know if it's a movie or a show i think it's a movie where this they try and steal or they, some, they steal the shroud what jesus oh, shroud? jesus uh-huh. yeah um and they're just essentially trying to like summon lucifer back or something and uh, in the process, kill this priest, and then Archangel Michael takes over the body of this dead priest and is like trying to stop them from setting Lucifer, Lu- Lucifer free and like creating like a demon baby, and it's like this whole thing. But it, I was like, oh, I'll find out right now or when we're done. Did you ever watch the Natalia Grace one? No, not yet. That's crazy, dude. It's a fucking crazy ass fucking story. You, you said it was sure. HBO. 
It's it's on HBO Max, yeah, or it's Max you, now. Okay, well I'll see if. Well, I guess it depends on what time we get done here. If we can watch an episode or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the term Aswang is said to originate from the Tagalog. Tag- there I go again. Tagalog word for dog, Aswang, because the creature usually takes the form of a dog. So, like I said, a, like two or three websites actually said Aswang was the word for dog. But then when I looked up dog, like dog in Tagalog, it just had Aso or Asu or whatever. So I don't know. While they make very terrifying bedtime stories. Dr. Anthony Lim provides a sociological and scientific explanation for the Aswang. In the 13th century, Malay people immigrated to the Philippines, bringing with them a set of supernatural beliefs. In Malaysian folklore exists the Penengal, which is a beautiful woman. And if the pact is broken, then she is cursed and becomes a blood-sucking demon. Okay. So, yeah. I was going to say something. I just uh, okay. I had to stop myself. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I stopped myself. Okay. You were, were you going to say something? Um. Yeah, there's. A, you said there was another part where that I was like, oh, you're describing me. And you're like, oh, just wait. Have you gotten oh, to that part the, yet? Yeah, or? it was the, the marrying into like the community. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, you're, you're, you're you know. I was gonna say anyway. Yeah, I'm not like sucking the life force out of Carlos, guys. (laughs) That we know of. No, we'll have to ask Carlos. Oh my goodness! I don't know. With all the chaos I leave scattered around the house, I'm sure I'd probably drain him uh, (laughs) mentally. (laughs) Uh. So yeah, in pre-colonial Fili- in the pre-colonial Philippines, there were Babailan, uh, which were female leaders of the spirits. Brian Argos, curator for the Roxas Museum, or Rojas, I don't know if it's Rojas mm. uh, Museum, because it's R-O-X-A-S. Uh, when the Spaniards arrived, they began spreading propaganda about the beliefs of the natives to convert them to Catholicism. There we go. <laughs> they would uh, attribute evil doings to the Bab- Babailan. Babailan. That's what. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Which is why the Aswang are often associated with women, as women led political upheavals in Capiz against the Spanish. Government, Argo states that the Spanish government began accusing these women of being Aswan, which is why the region of Capiz, or one of the reasons, because uh, in a little bit you'll also hear another reason why Capiz is uh, in the Visayas region is often dubbed the home of the Aswan. Uh, some of the sounds associated with the Aswan, such as the tick tick or walk walk, are similar sounds normally found and produced by nocturnal forest wildlife like bats and the Philippine flying lemur, which is called the kaguang. The sounds these lemurs make have resulted in them being hunted and under suspicion of being aswang in disguise, kind of like the lechuzas in, Um, you know, Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, The prominence of X linked. So this is the other reason why Capiz is um, home of the, Aswang, or 
uh, the prominence of X-linked dystonian Parkinson Parkinsonism. So this is a genetic form of dystonia found almost entirely among males of Filipino descent. Uh, it is called dystonia of Panay because most current cases of it can be traced back to common ancestors in Panay. 93% of the cases today are located on Panay Island, and 63% of those cases uh, are located in Capiz. So, like, 93% of all the cases worldwide are, are on the Panay Islands, and then half of those, or more than half of those 93 cases are located in Capiz. Yeah. That's a yeah. fuck ton. Yeah. I mean, it's like everybody. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people are diagnosed, so I don't know the, the number, but over half of 93% is still a fuck ton of people. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it only be like five. Um, people diagnosed with this disease begin exhibit, exhibiting debilitating symptoms that puts them through a transforming state. Their bodies begin twisting, their tongues begin protruding, and they begin to salivate. A lot with the disorder being endemic meaning just like you know in a specific region uh the symptoms have become a a major contributing factor to the narratives of Capiz being the home of the aswang individuals who are diagnosed are ostracized are ostracized by the community and labeled as aswang which prevents their families from seeking effective medical treatment and forcing them to isolate themselves from large communities so why do Filipinos still believe in the Aswang today? Because of strong oral tradition. The Aswang are still used to scare children and are still attached to lewd, unexplained acts in some rural communities. Fuck you, rural. Just one more time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my uh, sources are Wikipedia, obviously. Uh, the, there's a website called The Culture Trip, which is where I got more information. Mangkukulam.com and ideapod.com. So thank you, all those websites, for this information. Yeah, it's it's crazy how I feel like uh, every culture has their, their boogeyman, basically, you know, to, mm-hmm. to keep kids in, in line uh, or a cautionary tale kind of thing. But like, just whatever works, I guess, or whatever needs to be done to keep kids safe from yeah. doing stupid things. I mean, it's also unfortunate that, you know, if uh, I'm assuming this is still going on today, especially like in rural, uh, rural, <laughs> rural areas that, uh, you know, may not be like they said, tech, super tech savvy or have a lot of access to the internet or, you know, proper, uh, medical help or anything like that where they believe that oh this disorder or I don't I don't know if Capiz is rural or not but it you know just the fact that that having this disease people will you know um, mark you as an Oswang or, or yeah. whatever um, that's like really unfortunate you know what I mean yeah it's like I'm sure when people were born, like with uh, achondroplasia before, like you know, uh, dwarf or any form of dwarfism, they were looked at as, or like in Game of Thrones, he was an imp. Yeah. You know, they called him yeah. an imp. You know, because yeah. he looked different from everybody else. Yeah. No. I mean, it must have been. 
a hell of a lot harder. But uh, now, now after you say that, I don't want to make the joke that I was going to make because it just doesn't feel. <laughs> Damn it! Well, say it. Have to make it, it serious. Uh no um I was gonna say ugh, fuck no now what was I gonna say oh that uh we should we should go back and cl- uh make a clip at the beginning and have a drinking game uh, and everyone has to take a sip every time you attempt to say rural and oh. everyone has to take a shot every time you try to say, say no something with an manan- M that. <laughs> Um, Why is that bad? You could you can say that. I no 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 because like you you just got really serious or like it was like okay it was lighthearted and I was gonna like say it and then you're like oh yeah like you know how back in the day people got treated differently because I was like ah well, I mean no, people still get like, treated differently but no, no, no. yeah but yeah. it was just like then it was kind of like a not a, a downer but like I was it got serious and I was like I feel like I can't crack that joke now but no and that's where you crack the joke and bring it back to lighthearted oh okay well I did comedic timing my friend I just didn't feel right didn't feel right sometimes fucking it up is the best part yeah well yeah drinking game yeah every time I I struggle saying rural or mananangal yeah take uh, take a drink which you're probably gonna be plastered by the end of this Oh, and but take a shot when he says imagine. So I think I might have yeah. only said it once or twice. Hey, people don't need more than one or two shots <laughs> <laughs> in in an hour. So yeah. Hopefully right, you only said it once. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's it. Any That's any any final thoughts? Anything to add? No, yeah. I I didn't know any of that. And like I said, it's just kind of really fascinating to see how all of that lines up with Mexico and like other countries and stuff. And um, I mean, yeah, I'd never heard about heard of it before. I learned some new things like what where meant. Um, and yeah, no, that was, that was a good report. Thanks dad for the, for the suggestion. Yep. Thanks pops. You uh, saved me on this one. And again, let's see all our, uh, or I don't have. Well, all right, guys. I don't have my script out, so give me, give me a second. Save, I guess. I didn't realize I made changes. You said that at the last time, like towards the end, that it felt all jumbled. And I, I think it was just me. Oh, okay. I was. I think I was all fucked up for some reason. I just couldn't get it out. Anyway. So, so guys, if you'd like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedu.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social medias, which is another word, social medias. I don't know. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening sites, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of eye strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us. Because 
we believe. Jesus.